I think picking the platform to match the kind of interaction you want to have is really important. For Monday, March 18th, 2019, this is episode 32, Simplify Voice Marketing for Brands with Michelle Excel. With more voice and emerging tech requests coming through in briefs from her clients, Michelle has noticed that many clients and agencies are all making the same big mistake when it comes to voice marketing. Welcome to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast, a short weekly exploration of marketing, technology, and career. I'm Emily Bender. I answer to no one, and I make this for you. Let's get on with the show. Coming at you from South by Southwest 2019, I have a really special guest here, Michelle Excel. Welcome to the show. Hi, Emily. <laughs> it's so great to have you here. So you and I originally connected through the Beancast. Yes, this is this uh, connection is all thanks to Bob Norp. Thanks, thanks Bob. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so Michelle is an innovation strategist in the emerging technology space, and Michelle runs the Antipodean. Michelle, what is the Antipodean? Um, the question I get most asked is actually, what is an Antipodean? It is actually a thing, so I'm going to tell you that first. Um, an Antipodean is somebody from Australia or New Zealand, and I am, in fact, from both, which is why I came up with the company name. No one knows what it means, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so you're from both. I am from both. Yeah. Okay. You just have to trust that one. I'll trust yeah. you. <laughs> so... We were earlier discussing voice because you have clients that work on all kinds of things and AR and VR are, I guess, primary, but voice mm -hmm. is related. And I was wondering, with recent briefs that you've received, what are you noticing? Um, yeah, we, we are getting a lot more voice requests uh, at the moment. I think emerging technology is a, is a space that is uh, broadening in its definition. As you said, it's getting beyond AR and VR, and people are realizing that some of these other uh, interactive or immersive, immersive technologies are a part of the mix. So um, we're, we're, to be honest, we're seeing quite a, a difference in the requests that come through depending on who makes the request. So some direct brands are expressing a lot of interest, um, maybe talking to them directly or through another consulting uh, firm that they may be working with, and they're interested in voice, um, but they're being a little cautious. They don't really know where to start. Maybe they've dabbled in a chat bot or some other sort of text-based bot already, uh, and they're wondering, you know, where to get to in the space, where to go into in the space. Um, on the other side, we have some agencies that come to us, and they're just jumping in. They're gung-ho. Um, they're, they're, you know, the sky is the limit. They know voice is hot right now. Mm -hmm. They want to be doing something. They want to be doing something innovative for their brands. Um, and I think that on the flip end of that scale, uh, they may be trying to do a lot uh, and, you know, maybe getting a little too complex. So there's definitely a sweet spot in between. I think. Right. Um, I know that you work a lot with Alexa, a lot with Google Home. Um, uh, I think that they have very specific use cases. So, for example, you wouldn't necessarily um, run a short-lived campaign um, that had, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh, required consumers to interact a lot or, you know, were a jump over a few hurdles to really have a fun experience um, on, say, an Alexa 
Whereas, you know, maybe you would do it through browser-based voice. So some, you know, something through browser-based mobile or um, uh, through, you know, even laptop, computer, uh, browser-based interactions. But for an Alexa, you know, people are using them already and they need to be more skill-based or practical or, you know, used on more frequently than once. Yes. So match the kind of interaction you want to have is really important. That's so true. I feel like a lot of companies and brands want to check the box and say, we're doing voice. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, you know, those are probably early adopters. Not everybody even understands yet how important it is. They will. Two years from now, everyone's checking the box. Just like, oh, we have a Facebook page. Like, oh, we have a voice skill. That's going to happen really soon. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying makes total sense because you have to focus on utility and context. Context. Context is incredibly important. So you're right. Brands have to start and they have to start somewhere. And I think that they should start small. They should try things out, test and learn, iterate and make it very contextual. Um, Whereas, you know, for some of the, you know, the agency briefs, these, you know, larger, more complex sort of, um, you know, creative concepts that we're coming up with, um, cool, but maybe do it at an experiential level, you know, do something interactive in retail that's voice based or, you know, maybe do something through um, chatbots on Messenger, you know, where people are willing to spend a little more time and dwell. But, you know, yeah, maybe not through Alexa immediately. Right. But yeah, (laughs) brands slow and steady, creative agencies trying to find really cool contextual places where people will actually interact, but it doesn't matter if they only do it once. Yeah. So would you say it's worth doing a skill if it's just something that's delightful and maybe single use, like maybe it's holiday based or should brands think more about long term utility things that will be used by consumers more than just once or twice? Okay, it's a really good question. I think that um, if you're going to start, you need to start with something you know is going to be successful. So starting small doesn't necessarily mean doing something. Oh, right. I know. I see what. Yeah. I think a different way to look at it is um, definitely utility in the long term for a brand, but they can start with something small and seasonal and then they can see how that goes, see how their consumers interact with it. And then they can you know, start to develop a longer term cross platform voice strategy. So I think, yeah, that starting starting small, but it can still be, you know, delightful uh, and one off. But it's going to help you test and learn to then build something that's more useful in the long term. It's not going to you're not going to have a bunch of different cool, fun, just seasonal things. I think you're eventually going to have a lot more of your business on voice on a voice platform. A hundred percent. A lot more of business on voice, a lot more of commerce done through voice. Couldn't agree more. Well, thanks, Michelle. We should talk again soon, maybe for part two coming up. Yeah, coming up. (laughs) Cool. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. Before you go, quick note, if you are not already subscribed to my daily flash briefing, I highly recommend that you get on that. It's available for free on Alexa and on Google. So if you go to BeetleMoment.com and click on Media Flash Briefing, there will be a post right there at the top where you can hear samples of what it sounds like and then subscribe to it on either Alexa or Google. Another way there is just type in bit.ly slash daily beetle. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash daily beetle with two E's. Thank you so much in advance. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm doing some funky, weird experiments and testing out cool stuff over there. Blazing trails, all voice marketing, all the time, except when it's not. And then it's about tech, career, finance, or other things in marketing that still also matter. So check out the flash briefing. And thanks again for tuning in to hear my interview with Michelle Excel. Bye-bye. Brought to you by our friends at Pippa. 
Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast. Visit BeetleMoment.com forward slash P-I-P-P-A to get a $25 Amazon gift card when you sign up. And we thank Pippa very much for their support of the show. For more about the show or to consult with me, visit BeetleMoment.com. Tweet me at Emily Bender. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next week.